In a world where magic is everywhere, monsters are real, and inhibitions are non-existent, Atlantis is the most coveted destination, and pirates make all the rules. That's right. The Dangerous Tides Kickstarter is live. We're bringing you six brand new books from authors like Katie Robert and C.M. Nascosta. These ultra-spicy fantasy books feature sirens, kidnappings, aliens, disguises, monsters, sex magic, second chances, and so much more that can't be mentioned in polite company. They combine otherworldly adventure with sweeping romance in a way that will keep your heart racing from start to finish. By backing the Kickstarter, you can read these books this month. Of course, we've also got foiled special editions with sprayed edges in hardback and paperback, gorgeous art, and swag, which you'll have in your hands this fall. The Kickstarter will be over in the blink of an eye, so don't miss it. This is the only place you can get these special editions and swag, not to mention getting the ebooks five months earlier than they're available to anyone else. This is your invitation to unlock the secrets of Atlantis. So click the link in the show notes and enter at your own risk. Welcome to Bonkers Romance. We are Melody Carlisle, Jenny Nordback, and Katie Robert, and we're here to read, create, and shout about romance books that take huge swings and make an impact. This week, we're recapping the fifth book in our Peculiar Taste series, The Captive Merman's Promise by Zoe Castile. <laughs> I'm an excited. Oh, you I'm should so be excited. an excited. Um, I dressed up for this event. I just need you to the know. Pearls. <gasps> the yes. Pearls. I'm wearing a many, many pearls. I have not read the book, so I have no idea what she, the significance of Jenny a pearl has could no be. Idea. I'm <sighs> so so confused. I don't tell me about the Listener, pearls. <laughs> buckle up because you might be hearing it for the first time today. And there will be like there will be a you before you have this information mm-hmm. and then there will be a you after i did not and see it coming me neither oh my god like, like on every zoe. level i did not see it coming zoe seriously zoe castile jesus okay so today we are talking about the merman's ca- the captive merman's promise. promise that's the one the captive merman's promise and i just i wasn't ready so okay we have amada and Amada is a like mid twenties, late twenties um, bruja who is going to the shadow market because she has a, a really big problem, and she thinks that there's like one last chance to fix it. The problem is that centuries ago, her entire the entire female line of her family was cursed to always lose their loves. I love a curse. I love a Ooh, curse. That's some practical magic shit. I love it, it. is yeah. practical yeah. magic shit. And it made me so happy. So they're going to lose all of their loves. And when she was 18, she was sick of seeing her whole family just fucking miserable between the not having love and like 
like the slip and fall accidents that would take the loves away that kind of stuff yeah <laughs> yeah because um, it, 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 i'm sure it wasn't just like oh they left you it was like no they died terribly oh yeah like, oh and it's yeah. your fault oh yeah. yeah so um so she was like you know what fuck this i'm gonna i'm gonna do it i'm gonna take it and so she like she gathered up as much power as she could and then she took the curse into her body took it away from all of the lady relatives and she is the only one who holds it now and that's been the case for like a decade and so she tried to stay at home her whole family so she did this when she was a teenager she was 18 how bananas is that yeah it's such good world building i know the idea that like you can take the curse and do you want to know what it looks like do you want to know how it manifests everybody because it's the hottest manifestation ever it is a roving tattoo and it like changes shape sometimes like sometimes it's like roses all over her arm and down her back and sometimes it's like swirly gigs up her torso and down her thigh like and it oh and it and it's just like in her body moving around it's so cool okay um so she tried to stay at home for a while but it was like really tough watching her whole family be happy which she wanted but not being able to experience that herself and wanting to get rid of it. So she's been traveling the world on her own, trying to find a cure. So she's going to the shadow market and she's going to see the grand wizard of the abyss because he, yeah, yeah, he runs like a traveling oddity. I say that like he's hot. It's not good. He's a bad, (laughs) he's a bad, it's fine. I mean, with a name like that, this sounds bad. The Grand Wizard, I cannot divorce in my oh. head from yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. real life yeah, Grand completely. Wizard, which is no, completely not. You don't like that. That's not what this guy is. I'm sure. Not but the kind also, of villain I, we're after. No, no. and see, we, it's funny because no. I more associate Grand Grand Dragon with that. So yeah, you're. But both oh, are interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. Learn something new every day. I know. Oh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Learn something terrible every day. Okay. Also, there's something in chess that's like the Grand Wizard. I think oh, I that, I, that I saw on TikTok. Like a move, Maybe a Grand. Master? It must be Grandmaster. It must be Grandmaster. It must not be Wizard. Grandmaster. Wizard is weird. Maybe. But apparently, I just plugged that in. Anyways, I saw a TikTok that I was like, "What is that name?" <laughs> like, yes, I, I learned it. so much about you. There's a scandal. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I digress. <laughs> oh, also, only magical folk can see her curse tattoo. Oh. So, like regular ass people can only see a gorgeous lady, but everybody else sees this like really cool tattoo that like might move across her clavicle. Oh, it's so cool. Okay. That's such a neat detail. I know. Mm. I know. So she goes into the like the the abyss's tent, and it's like a, a circus tent from the outside, but it's enchanted. So the inside is huge and cavernous and dark, and it's got black candles dripping black wax and like it's a whole thing and it's not open to the public right now because it's not dusk yet and there's this bitchy pixie i think at the front desk being like you can't come in (laughs) and she's like no i have an appointment with the, the the dude who runs the place and she goes back and she's passing all of these doors down this long hallway and they all look different and one of them looks like it it's like either a vault opening or it's like the wheel you turn to open a submarine. And she is 
very intrigued by that door. And she's like, wow, I really want to open that and see what's inside. But she's like, no, 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 focus. You've got to go find your cure. So she walks into this dude's office and she's like, hello, um, I have an appointment with you. And the grand warlock, maybe it's a grand warlock. He's a yeah, grand warlock. That's, okay. That, that makes, makes so much more sense. I was like, Zoe wouldn't do that, would she? Yeah, he's a grand warlock. Nope. Okay. Okay. So he's like, he's like a really creepy, good looking dude, but like the good looking is like off a little bit and everybody knows that he's pretty much immortal, but nobody knows like how he came to be or anything else about him. I find those the most scary characters is the ones that are human, but like a little bit wrong. And you can't quite define what the little bit wrong is, but it's just like uncanny Valley territory, which freaks me out more than any other monster. Because I, I think for me, it feels true to life where Mm -hmm. there are those like really handsome, usually men is what I'm thinking of Mm -hmm. who like are fucked up. Like yeah. they're bad, and but they like have people don't away see with a lot of it because they're good looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they get away with more. They get to be bad for longer because mm-hmm. they're good looking or charming or whatever. Yeah. So um, he asks for her name, and she's like, "My name is Maria," even though it's Amada. Maria is her middle name, and she's like, "Nobody gives their real names at the shadow market, so it's fine." And then she explains to him what's going on. She's like, I, I need to get this curse out of my body because first it was fine. Like it, it sucked on the whole, but now it's actually hurting. Like I'll wake up and it'll be on my breastbone and I'll feel like I've got a building on top of me or like mm. there's a dull ache in my body wherever it is. And it's just, it's really bothering her. And so he's like, he's like, wait a second, you took a curse that was meant for an entire lineage into your body. And she was like, she's like, yeah, she's that's, that's definitely she what I did. Really that is def- through. Mm-hmm. She was being super noble and heroic. And like yeah. the brain was not fully developed to think about the consequences. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but more than that, he's like, that shouldn't be possible. Hmm. Like oh. that, that's not a thing that happens, but like curses sort of she's grow and change after a while <laughs> and also she's built different that's right all right so now he's like i will fix your problem absolutely can do i will however need 10 years of your life he pulls an ursula on her mm-hmm. and she's like wolf i gotta i gotta think about it i'll take this golden scroll and i'm gonna go ponder somewhere else and he's like oh yes yes of course and he's like goodbye maria and it's all in italics and i'm just like i don't understand why that happened but okay he knows he knows that she's not telling the truth he knows he knows he knows so she walks out into the hallway and she hears like this wail like this underwater (laughs) kind of like wail that's happening as if it's a whale (laughs) yeah And so she looks over and that submarine door is open. And so then she walks in and she sees a bunch of juvenile werewolves and like a fawn fucking with this merman that's in a giant tank. And they're like tapping on the glass. Hello, Oh, that's rude. We don't tap on the glass, people. Hey, listener, this is a PSA from me to you. It's not just rude to tap on the glass of the aquarium. It actually physically hurts the inhabitants inside. Do not tap on fish tanks god damn it 
and punch anyone who does. There you go. Except That's just my PSA. not kids. Don't punch kids. But you don't can, punch the kids. Don't like, punch kids, but yell really at their firmly talk. You can absolutely yell at their parents. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so she she's an elemental bruja, and so she's also been like ignoring her magic just for those a while. Are hot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, one of the one of the conversations she had with the warlock was like he's like okay so what have you been doing with the curse and she's like nothing i've been trying to figure out a way to cure it and he's like wait so what's it been feeding on because the curse needs external love or it will start feeding on you and so she's just like no because i feel like when i do my magic stuff like the the curse wakes up a little bit more and so i've just not been really doing magic mm-hmm. lately so now she gathers up a bunch of winds and then she just blows those kids over and they're like you fucking cut witch like they really come at her hard and she's like get out of here you scrawny little dweebs knock it off it's not okay and then two things happen at the same time one of them i think is that she locks eyes with the merman it might be something else the other one is that a bunch of people come into the room okay because now the whole it's open yeah it's open to the public open for business it's open for business Mm -hmm. or twilight or nighttime nighttime whatever it's fine yeah details they're hard and so she's like oh my god not only is that the most beautiful man i've ever seen in my life he is also a merman and he's got like turquoise hair and he's got yeah, like he pointy finned ears and he's got <sighs> these claws and there's scale things happening and a really powerful tail. She always talks about his powerful tail. And Listen, I don't know listener, why. I highly recommend if you would like a visual of this beauty that Melody is oh describing to check out the Kickstarter art that we commissioned yeah. because god tier it's god every single artist captured him perfectly mm-hmm. oh my god because his nipple rings god his nipple like, spoiler rings. alert like spoiler i just uh, oh my god okay so having a lot of feelings <laughs> having a lot of feelings absolutely my pants <laughs> feelings well it's about to be other places too so <laughs> we go into his perspective and he can hear everybody's thoughts but he usually like tries to stay out of there because humans are the worst that's so, true. Yeah. Fair. So he's trying to figure out like who in the crowd that special person was because that special person is special. But as he like goes to swim down and get closer, there's like an unce unce that happens and there's lights and there's sparklers and then a bunch of water sprites come in and they start synchronized swimming around him. <laughs> and then he oh gets God. and then he gets shocked to fuck by these manacles that are on his wrist. And one of the water sprites named Mina is like, you should probably just play along. Like, it's always okay if if you just do it. He's like, I don't know if you're going to be okay with the next shock. And he's like, I'm going to be fucking fine. And he gets shocked again. Oh, oh it's no. so funny. And so they're and like, like in see- water too. That's so mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a, I wrote down it's an electrical shock when I was taking my notes, but then I was like, it can't be electric. It's definitely right. like magic, but it's same like a idea. magical shock that feels yeah. like an electric shock. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's nonsense. So because he's being so shocked, he does like start like tearing up because of the pain is so intense. And as the tears escape his tear ducts, 
they solidify into pearls, everyone. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. When they hit that salt water, Just... they solidify into pearls. Put a pin in that. And like that on its own is really enough. Like that detail is just like fantastic on its own. <clears throat> but now <laughs> he starts speaking to her telepathically and he's like, I'm sorry. I'm just following the logical progression are of, are you yeah, doing I'm, that? I don't know if I'm upset or excited by it. Tell me. It's well, fine. It's fine. I mean, it. at least <laughs> the only option is not to just make him cry all the time. If uh-huh. he wants some pearls. Uh-huh. There are other options. There are other options. And we're going to talk about the other options mm-hmm. in a little while because I've got this vaudeville number in my head that won't go away and it's funny as fuck. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> so he can like speak to her telepathically and he's like, thank you for what you did earlier. And she's like, Whoa. and he's like, I, I feel like you're here to enter a bargain with Ammon, the grand warlock of the abyss and i think that you should not do that you absolutely can't do that with that monster and she's like okay well i i wasn't like gonna but also you know uh, i'm still sort of on the fence you know and so he's like well everybody who comes here to even contemplate that is in a really desperate situation so why are you here and she's like can't you just like go into my mind and find out and he's like i mean yeah i just generally don't like i stay out of people's minds because once again they're the worst and she's like and also he's a polite he's got he's got standards he's got yeah i like this merman agreed and so um she's like but will it hurt me and he's like well it'll feel funny but like no it won't hurt and then she's like okay do it i want you to do it and then because because she can't regulate her inner monologue she says something to the effect of that's not the only place i want him inside of me (laughs) and he's like and he's like oh my stars he's clutching his proverbial pearls being like did she say that about me but then he goes into her mind and he finds the memory of like the first time the curse took effect with her and she was on the rooftop with james lynn and they were making out and it was adorable. And he says, you know, they're bantering back and forth. And he said something like, does that mean that you love me? And she's like, I don't know. Like, Do you love me? And he stands up to like scream from the rooftops because he wants everyone to know how much he loves her. Oh, and then no. he literally falls to his death off the building. Oh, no. That'll do a number on you. I mean, yeah. yeah. And like a little the, bit of PTSD, yeah. hardcore, especially since she like, it wasn't a surprise. She knew about the curse. Of course, her family talks about the curse and, and she was just young and she was just like, man, these old people, they're just so dramatic, you know, like, that's and then some James teenager shit falls and off the building. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And she's like, oh fuck, it's serious business. And it's like, that's such a tragic curse because it's like, you're playing fast and loose because you're a teenager and don't take shit seriously like no teenager does and then the first your first love dies tragically in front of your face because, because you of didn't you. take it serious yeah yeah, yeah. oh no yeah ah uh, so when he opens his eyes ammon is there standing next to amada 
Oh, also, she introduced herself to Ronan as Amada. And he's like, I'm Ronan or whatever. So anyway, the Grand Warlock is there and he's just like, and he doesn't get to say anything to her. And he can like hear their voices outside of the tank, but he can't figure out what they're saying. And then she leaves and like looks over her shoulder and waves. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, I want to hear her voice again. I want to make sure that she's definitely not going to sign that scroll. Like I had, this is unfinished business. So he swims to the top of the tank and boom, boom, boom. Ammon is there walking across the metal grate that goes over the tank. Oh, no. And through his inner monologue, we find out that he's been there for like decades. Oh, and oh no. He's got like lashes all over his body because he wouldn't perform a lot. And so they were like, you know, punishing him until he performed. They've like starved him. They've done basically everything under the sun to this poor captive merman. Does this so point? I don't know if this is discussed in the book, but I'm just curious, like world building wise. Does this circus like travel around like magical stuff? Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And I think it probably also does like, human adjacent stuff mm-hmm. because it but i think they have to be like magical humans gotcha okay i okay. think but yeah it travels all over the place and when they're at the the shadow market after dusk every hour on the hour they have to do that instance show with the water sprites oh, oh no that's so yeah. many times so bad and my favorite my favorite thing is zoe does not call this in her in his inner monologue she does not call it a performance she calls it the spectacle and i just thought oh. that was like the perfect differentiation you know oh it was really good okay so ammon is there and he's like oh hey i i saw you got a fish boner for that lady over there <laughs> what does it look like i want her oh you wait i want her <laughs> and so you need to bring her to me and he's like never and then ammon is like he alludes to the reason he's there. Like, he's like, don't be mad just because the first, the person you're here for, like, abandoned you as soon as you made the deal for them. I love a Megara situation. Uh Uh-huh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. All those id points. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And so he's like, don't talk about that douche canoe. Like, "Mm." and Ammon's like, I will set you free if you bring her to (sighs) me. That is my promise to you. And he didn't bargain away 10 years. He bargained away the rest of his life, which oh is my- centuries long. <gasps> Ronan! I know. What are dumb, you doing, baby? What a, what a dumb sweet boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <sighs> so now we cut. Co- oh, and then, and like, Ammon does a magic on him. And he transforms incredibly painfully. And so his fish, fish fin does turn into two legs. And then he like starts sinking. Yeah. Situation. Yeah. He starts sinking to the bottom of the tank because like he doesn't have muscle memory for swimming with legs. Also very Little Mermaid situation. And his gills Mm -hmm. start closing up. And so there's a piece of him that's at the bottom of that tank thinking to himself, this is also a way out. Like. Oh, buddy. I I mean, mean, fair, but buddy. He's, he's desperately tortured you know what i mean like he's yeah he's in 10 agony. years these are not good nonsense. yeah no yeah, yeah. and so That's completely understandable but then he pictures her in his mind and he's like i could see her one more time 
before I, I, I take a dive like this. Oh, that was bad. Not no pun intended. See her. And so oh, see her. God damn it. <laughs> and so there were some pearls. Yeah. I could do. <laughs> and so he swims with his all, all his might up to the top. And Ammon's like, wow, I was worried about you there, but your desires are so predictable. Oh, he's so and so he starts walking around and it's like super painful it feels like he's walking around like on just bone on the ground you know like like Mm -hmm. constant shin splints it's terrible so now we go back over into amada's perspective and she's like going back to her magical bnb and she goes and she's like, I'm going to do some self-care. So she takes an enchanted bubble bath, bath bomb thing, and she puts it into the water. And then she's thinking of Ronan and she's like, I can't get him out of my mind. And then her curse turns into like a dull ache. And then it does start moving down her torso until oh. it does move right between her legs. And then she starts what? masturbating like nutter butters thinking of ronan so like the curse is more you know what i mean like the curse is so layered it's like its own character it's very cool so she's like she just comes and then she hears in her mind And she's like, oh no, Ronan's, he he needs me. And so she gets dressed real quick and she runs out the door. Then we switch to Ronan's perspective. And it like sort of does a little bit of a rewind of a couple minutes. And so in his mind, he's like, I just want to see her one last time. And then I'll go and fuck off into oblivion. So he looks at her through the window and she's she's got a robe on and He's she's so just about to get into sad. So like, sad. <laughs> I just want to win peeping Tom on her for just a second and then just I'll go. Minute, just for a moment. <laughs> and like that's I, I really I I really like this layer because Zoe also doesn't shy away from that. Like way, way later on, Ronan asks Ammon, like, why why would you send me to her? And Ammon's like, your sorrow matched hers. And I could see that mm-hmm. like she would gravitate toward that and then feel that spark of love and just want it again, you know, and like and stop stop keeping herself back from love to protect other people. And so yeah, it's like it's like one of the reasons that Ronan gets sent after her because they just they have twin sorrows that are just perfectly matched and i don't know why it's like so romeo and juliet or something like it it hits some sort of id button you know i couldn't figure out which one though anyway Hmm. so he looks at her and he's like i bet she's about to get in the bath oh and then he starts walking away and it's raining oh my gosh it's raining of course it is is (laughs) but as he's walking he starts like growing a scale and then it starts getting really hard to breathe. And then Uh-oh. he like crumples onto the ground because he's got claws and there are scales all over and his gills are gone. And then he, he starts being like, like, Amara, Amara. That's when he calls out to her. 
And so she runs out, she sees him and she's like, oh my God, I can't believe this. She musters more wind, carries him on a pillow of wind back toward the oh, B&B. very impressive. I that know. Is impressive. And takes him like all the way up the stairs, puts him on the bed. He's soaked to the bone. All of his clothes are soaked. And so she like turns on the fire with her magic. And then she puts a quilt on him and stuff. And she's like trying to, to just warm him up dry him off anything because ah. he, he's like not okay and so he she is so cute she's like are mermen cold-blooded or warm-blooded like i don't i don't know anything about merman physiology i don't know what he needs don't know how to take care of my new pet yeah exactly <laughs> who hasn't done that who hasn't bought or True. brought home a pet and instantly been in over your head because you have no idea what the fuck you're doing yeah who's brought home a rat and then found out oh shit it's nocturnal wait Oh my God, I, I can't play rats. with it during the day. Wait, no, it'll make they're all so the smart, noise at night. Though. They're so smart. They're so oh my smart. God. Yeah. Tim told yeah. me no. He said absolutely fucking not. And I was like, but they're just lovely. And they're so, and like, they could be my friend. And he's like, no, I know. <laughs> I'm not getting a rat. I know. I'm I know. They make killer. such a racket while you're supposed to be sleeping. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, so she like, then she dries off his hair with her with her warm his wind magic turquoise hair. oh and yes. it dries into turquoise waves jenny it's perfect okay. perfect <sighs> and then she like kneels next to him trying to figure out what's going what what's going on what he needs she's taken off his clothes and put him under the quilt again because she's just like i can warm him up this way and then she feels him like stir a little bit and then he clamps down on her wrist that's on the side of the bed does but he clearly... stir or does he like stir? Oh, wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> so he clamps onto her wrist and he starts like, he starts being restless in the bed and he's like, Amara, Amara, still completely asleep. <laughs> and then he like takes one of his big merman hands and he, he trails it down his chest and to his torso. And then he like <gasps> sleepily tries to throw off the blankets. You know how sleepy boys do that? And it's so cute. <sighs> And so she's like, uh-oh, I don't really know what's going on. And then he unveils mm. a blue phallus that takes her breath away. She's just yes. like, oh my God, what's happening? And like, she sort of tries to get up and he clamps down even further on her wrist. And then he does take that cock in his hand and just start fucking his fist. So, like, so nonsense. Is it is it just like a human but blue or is it scaled? Okay. I don't recall there being scales, Okay, but just, she just says, curious. she says that like the phallus and the balls are completely blue. And then there are these, blue these balls. little cartilage things. Oh, sorry, sorry, I'm a child. She makes a blue balls yeah. joke too. Yeah. Oh, perfect, don't worry. Perfect. That's right. Yeah. There's, and so claspers? there's little, yeah. So they're on the top, can... like on the top of his cock and then on, on his balls too. There's like two. And so, yeah. And so like, she's like, or like two. There's a lot of gestures happening. There's a if lot you're of listening gestures. in audio, we're doing a lot of finger yeah. gestures. So I think my I think that from the top it comes out like a little curved and droopy, but but okay. not like super droopy, you know. Oh, I wonder what right. that could bottom, be good for. Right? I think it curves like up a little bit, is my oh, I think that's my okay, that's the way it okay. works in my brain. That that makes so, perfect sense to me. So yeah. Yeah, huh. yeah it that anatomically convenient. makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. 
And so she's like, oh my God, like, this is a really private moment. And I'm, I'm just here and I can't really do anything. And like, I'm so turned on and I don't know what to do because I want this, but I also don't know if he would be okay with it. Meanwhile, he's just moaning, Amada, Amada, Amada. <laughs> I don't know if he'd be okay himself. with it as he's jerking himself uh, to yeah. my name. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> to be fair, he's not fully awake. Good job. <laughs> yeah. And so he like, he springs off the bed a little bit because he comes everywhere. Buckets? Buckets to come? No, not quite that. Oh. He come. He comes like on his <laughs> torso. I know, right? Ropes. Ropes. Yeah, ropes. Ropes. Oh, there we go. Okay, okay. Come or something. Yeah, he comes all over his torso. Like he hits her shoulder at one point, and she, meanwhile, is just like, "Oh, you're. Oh, wow!" And she touches his shoulder, and then brings her hand down and notices his nipple rings and like does a does a dilly dally on does those a nipple do, rings. A, a nipple diddle yeah and he's like oh my gosh i'm so sorry and he lets go of her and he he sits up at the top of the headboard but she's very pleased that he doesn't try to cover himself at all Good. and yeah. he's just like oh my gosh i'm so so sorry i can't believe i did that oh my god and she is like i'm not sorry like i i'm a little confused but I'm not sorry. (laughs) And he's like, I was sent here. And she's like, okay, but who sent I love that he just like immediately confesses. Immediately. Immediately. Instead of it being like, oh, it's a secret and that'll be the point of contention. No, just immediate confession. Yeah. Love that. He's like, Ammon sent me here and it sucks. I'm so sorry. I just like, I thought I could see you and then go away. And I knew that the further I got away from the abyss tent, his enchantment would wear off and I would Mm. turn into merman on dry land and dry drown basically. And so that's when like, I called to you or whatever. And then, and then he says, I owe you a life debt. Oh, I love a life Mm. debt. I love a life debt. Oh, love a life debt. So as she's talking to him about Ammon and she's like throwing the parchment and she's trying to throw the parchment into the fire, but it won't burn. Um, (laughs) He goes into the bathroom and gets him a warm washcloth and hands it to him. And from his perspective, he grabs this washcloth and he's like, oh, that's right. Humans are so weird about always covering their bodies. And he looks at this teeny tiny little cloth and he's just like, I guess I put it over my junk. And so he just sets it like a tent on his penis. <laughs> She's like, no, it's to, it's to wash off, you know, all you. that's all over you. The stuff. And, he, and he like, he's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So he starts doing it and she's like, I guess you don't need that underwater. <laughs> And he goes, our seed solidifies when it comes in contact with salt water. That's I'm what not gonna lie. pearls are. I don't know why I find that like mildly horrifying, but like there's something about body horror elements of like the yeah, fact yeah, yeah. that it's like seed turns into pearls. It makes my brain <laughs> blippy in not a great way, but like I love that <laughs> detail, but also like horrified by it at the same time. <laughs> at the same time fair enough i just love the idea of wearing a pearl necklace in so many different ways you know what i mean that's such a Mm. clever world building tip that also nods to the slang like that's yeah 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 it's so fun like fuck clams you know fuck them clams apparently literally because (laughs) (laughs) oh god oh god um yeah what have you been doing with the clams what did you do Okay, so now I need to take you on a quick like journey into my mind. Okay. Because okay. 
I don't remember where exactly I got this impression, but my my overall impression was like the making of pearls is part of the sideshow. And so I just got this vision of like an uns uns and the water sprites <laughs> synchronized swimming around him and he's just crying and coming all at the same time. <laughs> they charge extra for that show. Oh my God. Crying and jerking off. Oh, and no. it's terrible. I'm, 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 we're not joking about slavery. You know what I mean? But like, no, no. That, that image is hilarious oh, to me. <laughs> He's the saddest boy to He's ever such a The sprites boy. are just like collecting the pearls. <laughs> They've got little buckets that come around. Oh my god. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. That's amazing okay. and horrifying all it's at the same horrifying. time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now she's like, Do you know why Ammon wants me? And he's like, No, I really, really don't. And then she kneels on the bed and she says, Do you want me? And he oh. says, yes, I do. And because they also figure out she's like staying away from him. And she's like, I, I don't want to get like too close or attached to you because everybody that I love dies. And he's like, oh, don't worry about that. Ammon has enchanted me. And like, he's enchanted me so that nothing can hurt me but him. Oh, oh, that's convenient. So like, curse is no problem over here. And so she's like, okay, well. Why don't we just, you know, start start with a kiss, and then he starts with a kiss, okay? Oh boy! So then he goes down on her like a goddamn champion, and mm -hmm. he mm -hmm. then so she comes all over the place, obviously, and then he crawls up her body, and they're like gonna have sex penetratively. It's a dumb way to say it, and then he she's like oh wait can we just wait a minute he's like oh did i hurt you and she's like no 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 i'm just like a little bit overwhelmed because this i haven't had anything like this in 10 years like this is bananas so they like crawl up to the headboard and they do a bunch of talking they talk about like first kisses he jokes about his first kiss being with a porpoise Oh um, no! <laughs> apparently, it was I'm a sorry, dare. But dolphins, dolphins are <laughs> dolphins are, are are kinky and messed up. That's right. <laughs> both, so of that, those, that both of those things. Honestly, tracks so much. Mm. Okay, all right. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and I love her because she's like, I am going to have follow up questions about that, but let me finish my story. <laughs> <laughs> and so. She asks about his claspers and he's like, yeah, you know, I think they used to have a use, but now they're just like for, for my pleasure and for my partners. She's like, can I touch him? And so she starts mm. touching on him and then he gets hard. And then, then she like jacks him off a little bit. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to show you how I like to be touched like that. So he starts going. And then she's like, oh my gosh, like I, I just can't stop thinking about him coming in my mouth. And so she starts going down on him. And she's rubbing a clasper and she's deep throating a cock and like doing all the business. And then he comes in her mouth. Yes, he does. And it like some goes down her throat, some like goes out of her mouth. And then she does spit out three teeny tiny little pearls. <laughs> oh, I, uh... Katie's not okay. I've been waiting for it. <laughs> like, I knew, I knew as soon 
noticed you said it was body horror that this moment was coming and I've just been sitting waiting for your reaction. I had that question of like, isn't there like salt water technically in humans? I was like, you know what? I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure this could possibly be a thing that is definitely, definitely... Um, you know, she was also like the semen that she oh, there's a spider over me. Um, <laughs> swallowed is like she's gonna poop out some pearls. I'm wondering, yeah, I'm she, honestly yeah. wondering if she could harvest some pearls later. <laughs> I just <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate a bonkers element that does not shy away from the shit. full oh scent. Yeah, I love um, it. personally. <laughs> <laughs> it does weird just, things to your brain i mean I it does it. weird Look, things to my brains i don't uh, I, you're gonna it, have like, to have like, semen in your mouth you wouldn't be sad to get some pearls out of it i mean plus i sweat a lot and the idea of somebody like coming on my back and then getting a bracelet out of the deal some pearls sounds great <laughs> You know what it is? It scratches the same part of my brain. I can't say scratches. Brain scratches are a good thing. It hits yeah. the same part of my like brain that the phobia of small of like dots in like a uh, uh, like the whole, little holes. Oh, for some reason, yeah. like that level of like like I don't I don't know what it is. Like interesting. Like the idea, like something. I uh, just mm, uh, okay. it's fine. It's fine. This is the second like, time you've given me entirely too much power to troll you. Like I'm gonna have to just give you pearls at random now, or like that would be fine as long as they're not coming from my mouth after like, an intimate moment with somebody. Like, uh, <laughs> like can you? Can, does it? Does it come out like like? Is there salt water in your vagina? Is, is there? Are you? There's gonna be pearls coming out. Like, does that change your pH balance? I don't know. <laughs> Katie has questions. She has a lot of questions. I did not have those follow-up questions, but now I need to answer. I don't think there's salt in there. I don't know. I mean, I think there's salt but in was all like, of our body, every part. It's just like the amount. In, if there's the pearls in there, do you have to like dig them out? <laughs> No, the like vagina is a self-cleaning organ. They will just come just, out. Eventually. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> but see, like, I can't, like, like, what if you like a lot of sex? I'd be like, get just out. Like, like, I can't. I'm sorry. Got them all. You'd have a hose up there. <laughs> I would. I like, because it's like the same thing of like, like, it's like a sensory, like, oh, I don't know. So... <laughs> Can I throw anal on the table? I feel like anal's whatever. That's an exit situation that is for exiting. <laughs> like it's gonna be a thing that you won't exit. even know if it's the ones that you swallowed or the I ones know. that got deposited in there. Listen, listen, it is I bonkers, and I am delighted. Same. I did not know that this was like a hard limit for me, but it is. This is I've learned something new. Oh, wow, we discovered today. a hard limit for Katie, and I just oh, love that for you. Same. I do love that for me. They were really hard Thank to you. find. Thank you, Zoe. It wasn't a hard limit for me. I was fucking delighted. I was delighted. I, 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 I to be clear, am delighted. Also, no, 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 no. I, yeah. equally, no, equally. but it can't help visceral reaction. Yeah. yeah, and like, frankly, that's an element of like I said. That's an element of bonkers. That is an element yeah. of bonkers. Evoking if the visceral reaction. If it's not reaction. too far for some people, it's probably not actually bonkers. That's right. Mm -hmm. Like, it's almost a good measuring stick where, yeah, like, is it really, it really bonkers if it hasn't crossed a line for anybody? Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't, yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's like times like these that I'm like, am I even writing bonkers? Am I even, <laughs> like, I don't, maybe I'm not. Maybe I thought I was this whole time. 
but I've been like underperforming. Like I need to, I need to up my game. Like, thank you. You're not helping people to find their hard limits. Are you really pushing the envelope? Honestly, Fair yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. All right. If, I, so... if any of my books have ever crossed the line for you, no, don't let me know. I don't need to know. It's no, yeah, no, 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 don't know. Yeah, no, we just know that they have. we know that they have yeah. for some people. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the intro for this episode is like. Welcome to Bonkers Romance, the podcast that helps people discover their hard limits. Truly. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So, okay. So now we like cut to Ammon's point of view, which in the middle of a sex scene was like jarring, but like in the right way. I don't know why, but it worked for me. So <laughs> cut to Ammon's point of view. And basically we find out that he knew her on the spot because she looks exactly like his first love. What? And we find out that they were like really, really in love. They were going to get married. They were doing all the things. And then there was like a war and some traveling soldiers came into town. And one oh. of those traveling soldiers did strike her fancy. And so the night before they were going to announce their engagement to the world, she starts dancing with that soldier. And it's it's actually, it's really cool because um, Zoe uses like different benchmarks of their night to show, she, she's like, she saw the soldier and like a little piece of her love like went away. And then she danced with the soldier and it's like, we never kissed. And like, you, you know, she, so it's mm. like this oh, man is, cool. is erasing yeah. their relationship in front of his eyes. And it's a oh. really cool device. So then- He's like, fuck that and fuck you because she breaks off the engagement and she's like, I'm, this is my true love. This is who I'm going to marry. And so he decides to curse her that he, that she, that she and every other person in her lineage needs to feel how he feels right now, losing their love. He's responsible for the Ammon curse. Ammon is responsible. <gasps> Ammon is wait, the wait, wait, wait. original so curse man. So her, oh Ammon, sorry. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I was thinking Ronan. I was like, wait, oh, she's no. a merman, Murray lady. Okay, okay, no. okay, okay. I caught up, caught up. No, I'm he was off in the the mer wars yeah. of the okay. ancient times. Like Ronan was off oh, doing warrior shit. Okay, yeah, oh, Ammon is the one okay, with okay, that okay. first their whole family. So wow. he she walks in and says her name's Maria, and in his warlock mind, he's like, yeah, nice try, Amada. Like, I know who you are. You're the blood of the of my love. And like, you look exactly like her. And if you can take an entire curse into your body, sounds like you're super powerful like she was. And it's a whole thing. So he wants her and he wants her back. And that's what this whole thing is about. Okay. So now we cut back to Ronan and Amata and they're gonna, they're gonna have penetrative sex. And he enters her and then she's like, I'm, you're being gentle with me. I know it. And he's like, but mm -hmm. my love, my darling, you're human. I'll hurt you. And she's like, no, you won't. Rail the shit out of me. I like, love that. I love it. that. <laughs> Same. That whole like, you're human. You're so frail and breakable. I'll break yeah. you. Fucking break me then. Yeah, like, break me. It. Try it. me. Yeah. <laughs> and then as he's about to come, both of those claspers, the top one, and the bottom one, they do start vibrating. One is on her clit, one is on yeah. her asshole. Oh, sorry. My book and... just broke. <laughs> I prove. So, 
my favorite is that in the text it says what the fuck oh my god that's so good <laughs> and then she just starts like repeat repetitively screaming his name and it's fantastic so the next morning we see like montage exploration like oh my god look at that adorable freckle kind of stuff getting to know each other situation then they take a bath he does a whoopsie and he clumsy clumsy leg man he knocks the whole tray of bath bombs into the bathtub and so oh, now it's no. all, all sudsy everywhere and it's a all lots of bubbles colors and it looks exactly like the hea art that we had kink do <laughs> it's so good that's it hanging in my bathroom did you know that i did not know that that's what belongs there yeah it is happiness it's, it's perfect yeah. yeah it is perfect so she gets in with him and he says in like this really reverent way you would make the most beautiful mermaid because they know that they have like a very limited time together it's only until the end of the shadow market and then he goes back unless he brings her and then what he brings her and he fucks off and she's like, I've always wanted to be one. The Little Mermaid was my favorite movie. And like, I, I always wanted to be like something like magical. And he's like, you are a bruja. And she's like, no, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> But you also know. same. Also, yeah. who didn't who didn't want to be a mermaid and maybe pretended to in swim lesson class and got in trouble because you went underwater for, for too long and your yeah. instructor was like, uh, don't drown. I know. Um, Not a specific I mean, example. Do that. No, just absolutely. Right. No, no. Who that's, that's didn't like talk to their parents at Halloween and be like, I'm certain that you can carry around a 300 gallon <laughs> tank that I'm sitting in with my little goggles. I'm, I'm, I'm sure of it. <laughs> yeah, that seems totally logical and real, like just reasonable. Yeah. Frankly. Yeah. I had to be a, ball a ballet bunny or something that year. It was ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I got never gone over it. I got, oh, well, I got extra from the liquor store, man, because my mom did realize I looked like a Playboy bunny. So there's that. Oh, anyway, not <laughs> my, my mom was like, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> okay. She was trying so, to <laughs> Yeah. And so she's like, I mean, if I sign the contract, we could be together for at least 10 years. And he's like, no, he's horrified. He says, do not doubt that I want you and I want this and I want us but I, I cannot have you under that monster's thumb. Promise me you won't sign it. And she's like, okay. So now they eat breakfast. <laughs> they eat breakfast. And he's like, you know, for all my life, I actually haven't seen any of the shadow market. So maybe we could like, I don't know, like take a walk around it together. Like a uh, silly idea. And she's like, no, no, totally. And in the back of her mind, she's like, I'm going on a date with a merman. I'm going on a date with a merman. <laughs> so and then she's like, hey, how would you fuck me if I was a mermaid? And he gets this twinkle in his eye and he gets up, picks her up, gets the, all the, all the, he, he flings all the food off the table, bends her over that table. She starts kicking and he's like, oh no, you don't. And he pins both of her legs together. And he's like, you, you know, I would, I would twine my tail or my, yeah, my tail around yours. And then I would, I would like rake my erect cock like right here and he like does it on the her her back opening and he's like and then the scales would dissolve and then I would I would enter you and then he does enter her at the same time and then he so he's narrating the whole time how he would fuck her as a mermaid as I'll he's fucking, fucking her, her as a human right now <sighs> and it 
is hot. He ends it while saying, I'd come inside you to let everyone know that you're mine. I'm yours and nothing, not the fiercest temples or the old gods could ever tear you from me or something like that. Like it is a declaration that he makes. And so they're like going to go on the date. They scare up some clothes, they leave. And as they're about to enter the shadow market, he just stops them and he grabs her by the chin. And he says, I swear to you, Amada, I'm not done with you. I will never be done with you. That is the only promise I can make you. And she's like, I'm going to collect on that promise. I'm going to do it. But then they do get ambushed by a grand warlock and she goes to sleepy town. Um, totally black. Turn the page. It's in her perspective, except it's in like dreamscape land of Amada's brain. And she's like standing in, in the middle of space. And then this lady who looks exactly like her comes out of the darkness. And she's like, Amada, hello. I'm so glad you're here. I've been trying to get you to this place forever. And she's like, you did this? She's like, yeah, I did. I had to talk to you. And she explains to her that she is the original Amada. What happened? He's behind it. And then she tells her that the curse is his power, but it's also his weakness. And the key is his heart. And then she's okay. she's like, goodbye, 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 goodbye. They never give like fully like here's a like, bullet point list go to all that effort. You can't just like step by step be just like, here's what you do. Write me a goddamn list. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, God. step by step. So now we're back in Ronan's point of view, and he's back in his uh, tank, and the Grand Warlock is there. And they're talking back and forth telepathically because the Grand Warlock found out just yesterday that he can talk tele telepathically, <laughs> which I find hilarious. So <laughs> he's like, why did you do this? If you want her, if you want her love, why did you send me after her? And he tells him about the sorrow thing and it's gorgeous. And then Amada comes in and Ronan's like, no. And he's at the, the glass and it switches to her point of view. And she's like, I have to do this. Like, this is the only way that this can happen. Even if it breaks Ronan's heart for just a moment, like I, I have to do this. So she puts the contract on his chest, slices off a part of like, you know, slices her finger and then signs the contract in blood against Ammon's chest. Oh. And then she starts doing a dominatrix on him. She starts walking around. And she's like, she's like, if I'm to be here for the next 10 years, I will not live in her shadow. Like, I am not her. I need you to know that I'm not her and I need you to acknowledge it. And he's like, I, I know, like, you know, you're, you're like light or something fucking stupid. Goddamn. Yeah, I've definitely known <laughs> you for 10 seconds and you're yeah. definitely nothing like my ex. Yeah. Probably. And so sure. you ain't probably for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Prob deaf. So she's like, no, I need to know that I will never live in her shadow. And he's like, you will never live in her shadow. You are light. That's when it happens. It's less stupid than I thought. And then she turns around and she's looking at Ronan and the warlock is kissing up on her shoulder. She's like, promise me your love. And he's like, I promise you my love, my body, my soul, everything I have, the abyss. I promise you everything. What and then, idiot. yeah, <laughs> like, like for 
<laughs> like I almost I don't feel sorry for him because he's bad, 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 has done so much bad, but mm-hmm. also buddy. She's his kryptonite. <laughs> Katie, buddy. she's his kryptonite. So he then he says so. Yeah, he says Miyamata. And then there's like a crinkle behind her. And he's like, no. <laughs> she's like, oh, wow, this is happening much faster than I thought. <laughs> she turns around. She's like, my darling, what's the matter? <laughs> and she can feel her curse like going out toward her fingertips, I think. Like it's it's moving in her body. And he's like, no, you can't do this to me. I'm the, I'm the curse maker. And she's like, the curse is your power, but it's also your weakness. And like, I have changed the curse too. And now I'm wielding it on you. And so the curse comes out of her body and attacks him. And then he starts disintegrating from the inside. The key is his heart. She remembers as he's gurgling up chunks of what's probably heart or whatever it is inside of him. That's keeping him going all these, you know, hundreds of years later. And so he's just like, He's just slowly disintegrating into like a puddle of blood with, you know, some, and, oh, and I think it says like the cage that was his skeleton or something like that. Uh, it's it's hmm. great. Great. That's visuals. very poetic. Like how, also what a big goober goob. Like he didn't think that the curse that has haunted them for <laughs> generations might affect him if he's like being like, I love you. He's the curse maker. Yeah. yeah, but like, could possibly turn on him. I know. Oh, you know what? Listen, silly so man. She turns around and she's like, she looks at Ronan and she's like, I've done it, basically. And then he goes, Amara, look out! And the last oh, no. pieces of his magic come out in like a black dagger boy and it pierces her in the back through the heart. Mm. And Amara is dead. Oh, no. And so she's floating and... up above her body. Band, bye. Um, I know. I was like, you said that so finally. And I was like, <laughs> wait, wait. I know. So now she's floating up above her body and Ronan, the tank has burst because now all of Ammon's magic is gone everywhere. So like all of the monsters are getting out and the, the abyss is, is like, it, it's all going, going to shit. Everything's on fire, literally. And his tank has exploded. And so he's in merman form, flopping around, holding her body, being like, no. And (laughs) she's watching all this from above. And then something happens. And I think she enters like a white space. And all of a sudden, this, this like form of a dude comes walking up. And she's like, oh, my God, you're the abyss. You're real. And he's like, yeah. I am the abyss and I am real. And like, apparently he just took this form because it's the form that it's been the most used to for hundreds of years. And the abyss explains that, that it was the first oddity that he collected and has basically been like the motor scooter of his existence since then. Okay, but like, like, Zoe, when are we going to get the abysses? I know. Yeah. (laughs) I know. (laughs) <laughs> because made the abyss rules this one one example is that it's like you're great a ps i'm the one who started making that curse hurt because i was trying to draw you here and i would like to grant you a wish because you set me free and so she's like i know what i want my wish to be and he's like are you sure and she's like i am sure super sure and yeah. so then next page opens up and ronan is in a warm sea and he's like, oh, what? what's going on? And then he's like, Amara, no, where is she? <laughs> and he's, he's under the ocean. Okay. And then from above, 
he sees like some feet come down and then into the water splashes Amada. And so he swims up to her and he grabs her and he's like, Amada, Amada, no, like I've got to get you to the top. But then she opens her eyes and then he sees some gills start happening on the side of her neck. And he's like, how is this happening? And she's like, the abyss granted me what I wanted. And what I wanted was for us to be able to transform whenever we want. And for us to be mermaids together. And for us to be cool as fuck and rule the seas and like maybe find some survivor mermen from that thing. There's apparently survivors from a past war. Zoe, I would also like that book. And then she's still a human, but she's got those those gill boys. And they just, they have to they have to remind each other that like this is real and so she turns around and she wraps her legs around him and he fucks her real good in merman form Mm -hmm. and the the class where things happen and all the all the business pearls floofing out into the ocean and then oh my god and then the the wail like the cum scream she makes is like the most is the most beautiful mer song he's ever heard as if she was natural she's natural at this <laughs> she's so good at being a mermaid <laughs> her her mer song even sounds good while she's coming and then she swims away from him and she gets herself a tail on her and she's like oh look at my tail i'm so pretty and he's like you're the most beautiful thing i've ever seen in my life and basically that's the so end much. <laughs> yeah. yay it was a delight from start to finish honestly that's some like wish fulfillment like yeah on the yeah you you do get to be a mermaid and you also don't have to give up your life on land you get to do both yeah yay. Why, do both. Not both. why not both why not both yeah because sometimes bonkers is just more more yeah. more more why not more why not both why yeah. why not more Anyway, this was a fucking delight from start to finish. And uh, we only have one more. We only have one yeah. more. Oh my God. Yeah. Next, next week, week Jenny's recapping the Fae Queen's Fae captive. Queen's captive. captive. Ooh. I'm so excited for this. Sierra one. Simone has to close the shadow market. Yeah. Oh she does. no. And the promises Wait. that were created with the Death God's sacrifice will be fulfilled with, <gasps> they have to be fulfilled. with the uh, Fae Queen's. <laughs> captive captive <gasps> yep oh my god every single author in this series knocked it out of the fucking park it's amazing mm-hmm. thank you for listening next week we'll be back with the fake queen's captive by sierra simone i hope you're ready for some pet play if you want more of us head over to our patreon equivalent the temple of defiant joy And the holidays will be here way before you know it. So if you'd like to gift or donate a membership, we'll match that by giving an equivalent membership to one of the people on our wait list. Subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on social media for podcast and pirates updates because there are pirates updates. We're at Bonkers Romance everywhere. Now, Go enjoy your next bonkers read. And remember, when you're compelled to cosplay a book for an audio medium, you know it hit you right in the id. <laughs> <laughs>